<laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ae forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 44 of Dumb All Over. Recording from schizophrenic weather, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with fresh opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. We are always under the influence of craft beer. Mm-hmm. On today's episode, <laughs> we will talk about more sexual abuse allegations, net neutrality, and the Keystone Pipeline leak. Uh, amongst mm, probably other stories as well that went on. Uh, we're going to find out what's going on with Hector Morales and his campaign. Oh. And then we have a little interesting clip to end this day. We're going to hear what Rabbi uh, N- Nassan Shmaliter <laughs> says. I don't think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I think that's how you said okay. it. Shmaliter. Okay. Shmaliter. Uh, about Roy Moore. Oh, no more, please. Yeah, oh yeah, no mm, more. Yeah. <laughs> As you just did. Yeah. Um, I am Tom, the man who interrupted me a few times, is Austin! Yes. My co-host. I'm the Hi. master debater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, forewarning, we have drank a lot. We've drank it a lot, We yes. drank it d- 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 a yeah, lot. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. Walking up the stairs to pee before was a challenge. Mm. And we just poured, challenge accepted. <laughs> and we just poured two more full glasses of fairly strong beer. Yes. Oh, it's so good. What is that beer? You may be asking. Has anybody asked That's what that? I'm asking. Are you asking that? Yeah, even, I, I already know too. I just missed the you bottle. Missed it. Oh no. It's right there. <laughs> I found it. It is from a company that we have apparently had several times, but of the same beer. <laughs> Same here, but also, and I cannot remember when we had these. And we must have had it twice then. At least twice or three times. Yeah. Uh, Southern Tier Brewing Company. But I can tell you this we have not had this. No. <laughs> <laughs> the pause. Well, I was just going to say because they use their pumpkin and their warlock, so. Oh, yeah, but this is just their pumpkin. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not. It's their pumpkin aged in rum barrels. We've never had their just pumpkin alone. Okay, I so mean, this I is have, this haven't. is rum barreled age pumpkin. Yeah, uh, imperial pumpkin ale, 
uh, ale brewed with pumpkins and pumpkin pie spice. Yeah, because the pumpkin is kind of the a lot of craft beer people consider the standard for pumpkin beers. Oh, really? Yeah, the pumpkin. Oh, wow. It's it's one of those beers that if you go to a bar that's not really a craft beer bar, but they have one pumpkin beer, that's what it'll be. Have you had this one? But the rum? No, I've not had the rum one. I've okay. had the pumpkin. Um, it's nine point five percent ABV. Mm-hmm. For our live episode, <laughs> we had one that was fifteen percent. Yes. So, and I have to say, is a serious challenger for best pumpkin beer. Yes. I think so maybe check that out. It'll yeah. come out on Sunday. Yes. We, if you didn't listen already. If you didn't already yeah. listen yet. And if, if maybe listen, maybe you like us that much that you listen to us live and now you want to hear <laughs> the edited version. <laughs> Which actually is not edited. Shh. <laughs> I don't, other than one thing I edited out of one show. I don't Well, the beginning, I guess, gets edited out. Oh yeah, before the song. I can't yeah. talk. Yeah. I can't talk. This is going to be a very rough. I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen. What am I grabbing? Um. Let's try this beer. Oh boy. <laughs> As if I needed another beer. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> to uh. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Oh, oh, it's like pumpkin candy. Pumpkin candy. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. There's something weird about this. It's the rum barrel. It gives it a lot of sweetness that it a wouldn't otherwise have. But it's not a weird bad. It's no. a weird great. Yeah. It's like pumpkin candy. I'm telling you. That's really bizarre. That's yeah. a weird flavor. But it's delicious. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's sweet, but it's like tasty. Yep. 9.5? 9.5. I don't, 9. Taste, I don't taste the alcohol in that either. No, I know. Yeah, this that's is just as dangerous. Part, yeah. yeah. Um, wow, that's really good. Yeah. So good job, Southern Tier. Yeah. Coming through again with uh, another really good beer. Mm-hmm. I would like to try their original pumpkin just to I'll compare. see if I can find some. But if not, it's a big deal. Um, but, you know, every good beer that we always have on the shows no. has to come to an end because it is time. Well, for kind of. Kind of, but not really. So, you know what? It's time for more sexual allegations. Uh. <laughs> it's not quite ready for the you know what report. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this, and then we'll get to the Trump report. <laughs> oh boy, who do you want? You know, what? I'll let you pick. Who, Why I get to pick? You get to pick. Which sexual abuser do we get to start with? Charlie Rose or Al Franken? Uh, let's start with Charlie Rose. Charlie fucking Rose. Yeah. Plain white bread himself. <laughs> yeah. He's like the, he'd be the opposite of the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Literally, I thought he died five years ago. <laughs> so when I saw his name trending on Twitter, I thought it was a ghost sighting. I did not think. A pervy old ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that his name would be in the news because he's part of this sexual allegation no. ring. I don't want to call it, it's not a ring, obviously, but no, but <laughs> it's yeah. like a sudden cultural realization of a thing. That's yeah. probably obvious to all women. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Listen, let me start this off by saying this. Okay. Things that were okay back in 1950 yeah. are not okay now. No, nor should they have been back in 1950. No, but they happened then. They did. 
So let me read a quote from uh, CBS News President David Rhodes. A short time ago, we terminated Charlie Rose's employment with CBS News effective immediately. Bye-bye. This followed the revelation yesterday of extremely disturbing and intolerable behavior said to have revolved around his PBS program. Despite Charlie's important journalistic contribution to our news division, there is absolutely nothing more important in this or any organization than ensuring a safe, professional workplace. Agreed. A supportive environment where people feel free, they can do their best work. We need such a place. Yeah. That is the official statement of CBS News President David Rhodes. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. It really is. Yeah. Um. So what it looks like is he is guilty of doing similar things that all these other guys are getting busted for. Yep. Inappropriate actions, groping. Uh, I just don't understand. I just don't why. get it. Yeah. Like, if you look at Char- be honest with me. If you look at Charlie Rose <laughs> before this, what do you think of? Do you think a sexual abuser? Honestly, no, I think boring, old boring, man boring old man no. who's no. fucking interviewing at the same tone for fifty years. No. You don't think about him touching people and yeah, he's like Larry King if he were boring. <laughs> It's reported that eight women, and this is the first day, (laughs) Mm. said they were subjected to inappropriate behavior while working with him. The story said Rose made unwanted sexual advances, appeared nude in their presence, Uh. and groped them. Uh. His PBS talk show was also halted, and there was no immediate update in the long-term status of the program, which is now officially kaput. It's over. Because PBS- Charlie Rose nude? No, I don't want to. I know. I never wanted to. No. And I still don't want to. No. So PBS and CBS have officially ended their contracts with Charlie Rose one day after these allegations kicked in. Yeah. Which is improving. Yeah, it's getting faster. It's improving. It took Fox years to get rid of Bill O'Reilly and their president. Yeah, and that's that's only because the uh, New York Times really did a- right. A good piece of journalism that gave them pretty much no choice. No choice. Well, actually, even then, they didn't want to get rid of them. It was when the advertiser said, no, we're not going to stand for this. And then they're like, oh, ratings. Sorry. Well, his ratings were still good. That's a shitty thing. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. But the advertiser said, no, we don't care if his ratings are good. We're not going to advertise on a show of a sexual assaulter. Yeah. And then they kicked him to the curb. Rightfully so. Yep. And so it's sad though that it took the advertisers. That's I know. What, yeah. Do you want Charlie Rose's uh, exact uh, statement? Uh, I guess so. I'm really not that interested. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I am greatly embarrassed. I have behaved insensitively at times, and I accept responsibility for that. Though I do not believe that all these allegations are accurate, he said. Uh, even if one of them are, it's enough to fire you. That's it. Yeah. I always felt that I pursued. Shared feel or yeah, pursued shared feelings through. Uh, though I now realize that I was mistaken. Yeah, I'm shared sorry. feelings. Here's here's shared, the thing. Shared feelings. I know that's what I'm going to talk about. Here's the thing, guys. I'm going to let you in on a hint. Yeah, please do. <laughs> you often think that there are shared feelings because you can't imagine like something from another point of view. Right. They're not shared feelings unless they're explicitly said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. We talked about this before. If you ask and they say yes. That's a little different. 
then they're shared feelings. Yes. If you're just like, well, I'm kind of getting a vibe. So I'm going to strip you, naked and you walk can, in front of you. Men are not good at <laughs> detecting vibes, unless they're from other men. No. We are men. Yeah. I am very bad at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very bad at detecting yeah. vibes. I can hardly tell when somebody's sad. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> interested in me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good at reading vibes. No, yeah. I'm not. No. Men, but no men are. Men and but there's and men women that too. think they are, and women too. But men yeah. in particular but, yeah. have a really bad. But men are a lot more aggressive about what they feel. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? I just we talked about this earlier before the show. I just don't. I can never see myself doing that. No, just going. I've I've talked to attractive women in the past. Yeah. I work retail. I see women yeah. come in all the time. Yeah, my first instinct is never to like grab them. No. So what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah. And how is it just coming out now? Well, Charlie that, Rose I mean, has it, been it, on television since eighteen. I'm just saying that's true of both genders. Like I've never had the. No, yeah. You've never had the desire to go it, up and it, grab a it person. It definitely is. Yeah. The only reason why I say women is because women are obviously the targets in, in most of these cases. I know, but that's because these people are attracted solely to women. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's a little different. <laughs> We're not sure where Kevin Spacey is. Well, that, but that's uh, that's another reason why I brought up that point. Like, I've never had that desire for anybody. No, yeah. No, I've never had the desire to go up and grab another person. Me neither. I don't understand. You where... and I both have that same opinion. Yeah, when I, don't, it comes to I don't know where that comes from. I just, I don't like male or female, attractive male, attractive female. I never looked at them and said, oh, wow, I want to inappropriately grab them. Yeah. It's just weird. Or like wave my penis at them. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Or, or yeah. in Charlie Rose's case, if these allegations are true, yeah. that he stripped naked yeah. in front of these people, what or the Or jerk f- off in front of them. Like, I don't understand. Like Louis C.K. Yeah. Like, what is that? I don't understand. Is it like a thrill? I, Even if it is, it's so wrong. I don't, I don't get it. But how could a, how could a conscious mind say, oh, this is fine? Yeah, I don't know. How can, I don't know. I just don't get it. And it's just because we don't think like that, I yeah. guess. But I'll never understand. Yeah, their desire it. must be overwhelming, but why do they desire that? I don't get it. But if it's overwhelming, you do it at the privacy of your own home. You you touch yourself. Grab yourself. Don't grab other <laughs> people. Yeah. I don't know. It I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't get these people. No. I'm sorry. Charlie Rose. I think it has a lot to do with power. Maybe that's the difference. But even then, I don't get it. But Charlie Rose's story, I don't. What power? What power does he have? He's the boss. It's, I don't know. I like it. When it comes to a politician, I get, I get that power trip. Like you. No, you if, probably, if you are the star of a show. Yeah. And, you know, you there's have women that work with you. Well, there's a lot of power because yeah. if you tell these women, you know, if you don't endure my treatment, you can't work for me. Right. Lo- that's a big job. Right. And then if you have influence over other shows or other studio heads and you go, oh, no, don't hire them. You know, that's a big deal. And that's it why, is. That's it why is. these. Yeah. That's why a lot of women feel pressured to endure the things that they shouldn't have to. Because uh, that's why the entertainment industry is kind of unique in that way. Because there's a lot of people who can do the jobs of the people that are being abused. Mm-hmm. And that's why these men feel like they have unlimited power because they're like, well, if she doesn't want to do it, there's a thousand other people who will take this job for nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, and that's why they're like, well, I can do whatever I want because what are they going to do? Not work here? They have a job in the entertainment yeah. industry. True. And that's, yeah, that's why it's so, I think they have so much power, maybe even more than politicians. Right. 
Yeah, I guess I can, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. They're like little gods in their own world. Yeah. I, and I, I just, think that power is one right to their head. I, if you had given me a list of people and Charlie Rose was on there, I would have never assumed he was going to be part of this. There's a lot of people I wouldn't have assumed. True. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be honest. Kevin Spacey, I'm not 100% surprised. No, well, I had heard rumors about him too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I've heard that my dad's been telling me about him for forever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not 100% surprised. Mm-hmm. Still surprised, but not that surprised. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Rose, it's just, it's one of those shocking. Yeah. You see him all the time. Yeah. And that's what bothers me the most about all this is that you see these fucking people on air every day. Oh, and yeah. it's just getting out now. Yeah. Charlie Rose has literally been on TV for decades. Yeah. And we're just finding out now that he's a creep. Yeah. And he, people like that do not belong on television. No. no. But yet they have been. Yeah. Now they're starting to get exposed. Yep. But why so long? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't figure that part out. Yeah. And it just pisses me off. Yeah. And then there's the whole story with like Al Franken. Well, it's a good segue. So let's go on to Al Franken. Well, it's not really a segue because he's, he's being accused of the same thing. Yeah. Not as bad. He, there's no stories of him walking around naked. That's but true. Yeah. There is a photo yeah. of him grabbing. I don't know if he was actually making contact, but regardless. No, either way, yeah. Uh, grabbing uh, the breasts of who was it? I forgot who the actress there's was. There's somebody who's with him on the USO tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the original accuser, uh, Leanne Tweeden, uh, came out. Like last week, I think it yeah, was, yeah. saying that uh, Al Franken had made inappropriate moves toward her, yeah, things of that nature. Now, with all of this going on, my first reaction was, "Fuck Al Franken." Yeah, another one. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, another creep. But there was doubt that was starting to sit in, settle in, yeah, for a little while. It's it's a touchy situation. Yeah. Because I don't want to look like I'm defending a Democrat. I do like Al Franken. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. As far as a politician goes, I never mind him as a politician. Yeah. Although there's some things he could have done better. But, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But you could say that about almost any politician. Yeah. But the one accuser came out, and for me, that was enough. Yeah. Then there was like stories, you know, she's she's been on Hannity's show a lot. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot of lot of holes in the story yeah there was a picture of leanne tweeden grabbing not, the ass of a of a some singer and not only that roger stone tweeted out the night before that he thinks al franken's gonna go down right yeah right so something seemed wrong yeah now you mentioned to me earlier that there's a second accuser there is yeah. and there is a second accuser yeah um now does it matter that uh 36 women in in uh, Hollywood have come to his defense. Does it matter that the entire SNL crew from his time and current time have come out and said that he's been nothing but a gentleman? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, now there's two. You made a great point before. Yeah. You said if there's two. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do with a guy, about a guy like Al Franken? Who, well, I mean, he has called an investigation into himself. Into himself, which so, is weird. Yeah. So I guess what you do is you wait to see what they uncover. But uh, my first instinct is to say, yeah, yeah goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. I hate to say that. Because, I know. Like I said, I didn't mind his politics. Yeah. 
But if you're if you're going to be involved in something like that, I don't give a fuck what party you're part of. Yeah. You're not a good person. Mm-hmm. Even if 36 women have come to his defense or whatever the number is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. But Al Franken's part of this mess now, too. No. Yep. And I did not see that coming. No. Did not see that coming. Recently, he was like trending for his because he's really made a name for himself. In these uh, Senate hearings. Yeah, specifically with Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions and some of the cabinet members. Yep. Because he just grills them. Yeah. He's a comedian. Yeah. He knows, he doesn't care about, like, being embarrassed and stuff like that. But here's the difference, though. This is the interesting part, is that I'm, uh, I guess originally I was a little torn on how to feel about him, but now he's a second accuser. It's tough. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I'd say it's like ninety percent to ten percent, ninety percent saying you yeah. know, enough. We're done with him. Roy Moore, on the other hand, right after his accusations, evangelicals and hard right conservatives more likely to vote for him. Defended him. Yeah, said that started making these excuses. Like and like he's practicing like biblical Joseph, values, like Joseph which and Mary. Kind like, of is actually. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah you know, you're not. Well, in the Bible, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. Joseph and Mary. Well, we don't know that they, you know, but got to the down uh, and dirty. Obviously not, Virgin Mary. Yeah, he failed there. Well, they were married for a long time after that, though. Listen, all I'm well, saying. I guess they kind of have to, right? Because if you're back then, if you were married, you have to consummate the marriage. True. Listen, not that I'm saying like I'm we're not we're not throwing Al Franken away just to no. throw him away. But I'm just saying it is interesting to see the different reaction from yeah, the different political sides. Listen, this is a no not that we have any Republicans really listening or conservatives. No, except but if, for it. <laughs> but he doesn't listen. <laughs> no. But if we do have conservatives listen who are thoroughly interested in our viewpoints, and there are people out there like that. So there could be, you know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Do not support Roy Moore just because he's a Republican. Yeah. We are not supporting Al Franken. No. If these, if if the women come out in any of these cases and say that it was all a lie, it changes everything. Yeah. But assuming they don't, because I'm, I'm, I'm always going to believe them first. I'm yeah. always going to believe them first. Yeah. Al Franken is a Democrat. He's a, a pretty strong Democrat, and I like him. Yeah. But fuck him. Yeah. Because he's just as guilty as Roy Moore. Yeah. So, if you're a conservative and you're supporting Roy Moore, you have problems. Yeah. You have to figure this shit out. Yeah. You don't support a pedophile and a a, a, a serial abuser. No. <laughs> yeah. And, like, a really aggressive serial abuser. Yeah. Like, I would... He might even be worse than Harvey Weinstein. I mean, like, he was... Yeah. Really aggressive they had to ban with him children. From, they had to ban him from a mall, yeah, Austin. Yeah, I know. Say whatever you want about Harvey sure. Weinstein. He's I, a dick and a scumbag, but they yeah. didn't ban him from a mall. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> that was one of Doug Jones's campaign slogans. Like, I, I'm allowed to go on that mall. <laughs> I could go in that mall. Yeah. Doug Jones is all he has to do to win this election is stay quiet. Yeah. Let let this happen. It is amazing that it's as close as it is. Yeah, he but has a, like supposedly, but, and I don't even know if this is true, but supposedly has an eight point lead. Eight point lead, but eight 50, points. Fifty. To 20. That's what I mean. Like, are you fucking I, kidding me? That's forty percent of people who would vote for a pedophile. I get it, but listen, just because he has the magic R next to his name, I get it. But listen, Austin, okay. there's two aspects. One, it's Alabama. Alabama is notoriously red. It has gone red probably every state. <laughs> they, they also every have a notoriously election. young age of consent. 
That's the second thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that to a lot of these people who let's let's just assume yeah, to a lot of them they're probably like, well, it wasn't his sister. It's a step up. <laughs> 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 oh, fucked. I wasn't going that direction. Mm. I was gonna say, think of it like this: if you're from Alabama and your whole family's been from Alabama for generation after generation, with the same bloodline, <laughs> Austin. I'm sorry, but these fucking people are voting for a pedophile. I'm so tired of acquiescing but to their you, desires. But you might be used to a younger age of consent. So to be honest, I can understand if somebody's like, mm, no. well, it's only two years different. No. Because nope. I think 16 is the age nope. of consent. Am I not right? Uh, you might be right about I that. I think it's 16. But still no. But it's, yeah, no. Nope. I'm not defending it. <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm defending it. Nope. No. Nope. Absolutely. I not. don't care. I don't care what their excuse is. But I'm just I'm just trying to let you know. And it's they Alabama. know that he's a pedophile. Yeah. Because the like one voter was quoted as saying, like I'd rather have this, a pedophile no. than a Democrat. Well, yeah, there was one, but then there was another one that said, Well, it's difficult because I have to pick between a pedophile and somebody who supports abortion. Yeah. Like they're the same thing. To people, a pedophile is better than a Democrat. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Like I have to say, like I if, can't. I can't. Like, I wouldn't. I would vote for a Republican over a sexual abuser, or a sexual harasser. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If there were two options. Yeah. If that's all you had. The if two there were options. two options, a Republican who has lived a very good life, who has done nothing immoral, nothing crazy. Yeah. Other than being a politician and what the politics yeah. being a politician yeah. is, and then on the other side you have a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Who. Most likely fucked a 14-year-old? Yeah, like, let's say that... Um, I'm going with the Republican. Yeah, like, let's say Roy Moore was the or the, the Democrat. You know, it maybe his views are more socially liberal. Or you had Mitt Romney. Right. I would vote for Mitt Romney. I would. I would I'm sorry. Too. Like, yeah. I, I use this dilemma when it comes to the Trump administration. But this is a problem. This is why Democrats lose. I know. Because it's difficult because having have, a conscience. we have a fucking heart. Yeah. It's it's hard to have a conscience. It really and win. is. It yeah. it really is. But it's just I, like it's. I was telling somebody before that um, they say that you know, well, you guys hate millionaires and billionaires, and I'm like, well, that's because if you look into each of these people who've made that much money, I think I've maybe found one or two that have made it ethically. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Like it's hard. I, I don't hate millionaires. I hate the way they become millionaires. Yeah. Like, but it's hard to make that much money ethically. It is. It's almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah, living a normal life and a normal job, you don't no. make millions. No. You have to do something. You have to screw people. Yeah, and not the kind of screwing that we want. No, <laughs> just saying. No. Yeah. So listen, we beat the shit out of this allegation scandal. Yeah. The problem is, we're probably going to have more by next week. No, oh, but let's and hope we don't have four more by next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple weeks until that election. I will say this over over the time. Um, we've had two more sexual abuse allegations. Okay. We had uh, Democratic Congressman John Coiners. No, Conyers. Con- Conyers. Yeah. I never actually heard of him, so I don't okay. know who he is. Um, he's in trouble. Yeah. And then most recently, um, <laughs> we have allegations against a Disney executive named John Lasseter, who directed Toy Story and is behind hits like Frozen. Hmm. He's also he's taking a leave of absence. Of course, not only that. Then there was a anti-LGBT Republican who stepped down from his post after being caught having sex with a man. Oh, is that the post I posted on yeah, uh, Twitter? Yeah, yeah. My dad sent me that one. 
and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah. He he. When he when he went to court, they gave him an ultimatum. Mm. They said, "We're going to either charge you with three counts, two counts of child pornography, and one case of something." It was uh, something. I forget what it was. Yeah. Or you can admit to the child pornography cases and plead just guilty to um, sex trafficking of a mm. minor. And he pled guilty to sex trafficking because he wow. offered to pay a 17-year-old boy yeah. money to have sex because the kid was about to go to sc- uh, uh, spring break and he needed extra money. Holy fuck. And this, hate him? And this politician from, I believe, Ohio? Yeah. I believe Ohio. I forget. Don't quote me on that. Uh, offered to pay him money and paid him money for sexual advances or wow. sexual uh, favors. Reasons, yeah. Favors, yeah. yeah. Just so, wow. yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine being that far in the closet? No. No. <laughs> I mean, even that, not that far. No, not yeah. Where you're a politician, where you're anti, and you're so far yeah. right on a where case. you're anti-gay, and then you're like, and then you're 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 secretly not just into. Guys, but underage guys, and paying for sex, and then paying with underage for it. guys. Yeah, man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That is tough. And he instantly resigned. He's gone, which yeah. might actually cause another special election, as you yeah. pointed out. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah, I don't know because that's a, I think he's a state politician, so that might be different. It doesn't matter. Sure. But yeah. yeah, you're right. But it doesn't yeah. matter. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's one way to go blue or go liberal progressive is to start by the state level no but i'm saying sometimes state level politicians the governor can just appoint right i don't think this is the case i don't know i'm not 100 sure to look into that case right yeah we didn't really do too much research that was kind of a spontaneous thing but there's just so much when it comes to the application all right so um now we have to focus on something that's affecting legitimately every one of you who are listening. Oh, yeah. And you know how I know? Because you're using the fucking internet to listen to us. Yeah, since we're not on terrestrial radio yet. <laughs> or ever. Or ever. Yeah. Thank you for finishing that sentence. Yeah. Austin, what are we talking about? All right. So um, Trump has decided that the uh, juvenile delinquent with the giant Reese's peanut butter coffee cup was a smart person to put in charge of the FCC. And he hmm. plans to get rid of net neutrality or Ooh. all net neutrality laws that the Obama administration put forward. You said Trump. Huh? You said Trump? Trump, yes. <gasps> you know what that means? What? It is time for the Trump report. <laughs> Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Gotta get that sound bite in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go on, Austin. Tell yes. us what's going on with net neutrality. What? Why am I concerned? Tell me why I'm worried about this. Okay, so I will tell you a little bit. I I don't have a um a perfect understanding of net neutrality. No one does. That's the problem. It goes something like this. Okay. The Obama administration believed that the internet was a resource that should be available to all people, regardless of income or um, location, at the same speed and at the same. So everybody has the same access. No wonder why they call him a socialist. That's fucking progressive. Yeah, yeah very socialist. Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. My my source is saying no. That's common sense. Okay, yeah. go on. So, um, we he put. Well, the the head of the FCC that he chose 
put forward these rules that, you know, the same access has to be granted to everyone. Okay. Regardless of what service they use. Okay. Or, you know, and it's not exactly the same. I mean, people get faster service, slower service. Of course. I have faster service at home. Yeah. Um, based on your provider. Yeah. But what they wanted to stop was things like, let's say Comcast decided that they weren't getting along with Netflix. Right. And without net neutrality laws, they could throttle Netflix access to where it's unwatchable. Oh, Thus destroying the company. Right. For Comcast subscribers, which right. are an insanely high number of subscribers. Comcast is because kind of all around of, the country. Because in a lot of places, it's the only choice. Yeah. You know? Philadelphia, I think, is Comcast controlled, isn't it? And Boston is mostly Comcast controlled. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the Obama administration, FCC, decided, nope, we're going to try to keep that even for everybody. The Trump administration, on the other hand, decided, no. These big companies should get to decide how fast or slow your internet, what you can access, what you can't access. And so um, they announced on Tuesday that they plan to dismantle landmark regulations that ensue equal access to the internet, clearing the way for companies to charge more and block access to some websites. Really? Yep. So this is from the um, it's from the New York Times article, the oh, FCC plans... So fake news. Fake news, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, entitled, The FCC Plans Net Neutrality Repeal and Victory for Telecoms. Yeah. And that means for telecom companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the proposal put forward by FCC Chairman um, Ajit Pai, who's not a disgusting Pai. Um, <laughs> well, he kind of is. He is kind but of. But yeah, it's, it's P-A-I, not P-I-E. P-I-E, okay. Yeah. Or P-I as P-I. the mathematical Math symbol. Yeah. yeah. I feel that, that unit. So he proposed, <laughs> probably while... You know, having his giant Reese's mug because apparently he thinks that's cute. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So he's proposed a sweeping repeal of rules put in place by the Obama administration. The rules prohibited high-speed internet service providers from blocking or slowing down the delivery of websites or charging extra fees for the best quality of streaming and other internet services for their subscribers. Those limits are central to the concept called net neutrality. So kind of what I was laying out before. Right, right. The action immediately reignited a loud and furious fight over free speech and the control of the internet, pitting telecom giants like AT&T against internet giants like Google and Amazon. Because if AT&T throttles services, Google and Amazon are going to be fucked. Right. Because if they get, you know, if they don't agree on something, That's it. AT&T can go, well, you either agree to the terms or, or I Google make it so nobody so- can get to your website. Wow, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, who war- then they warn against powerful telecom gatekeepers, which AT&T would be, Comcast would also be, you know, blah, 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 so right, on and right, so right, forth. Right. Um, both sides are expected to lobby hard in Washington to push their agendas as they did when the existing rules were adopted. Quote, under my proposal, the federal government will stop micromanaging the Internet, Mr. Pye said in a statement. Instead, the FCC would simply require Internet service providers to be transparent about their practices so that consumers can buy the service plan that's best for them and entrepreneurs and other small businesses can have the technical information they need to innovate or, um, as it's commonly heard, translated into normal people speak. I'm jerking off to an Ayn Rand novel right now. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So you, this is the libertarian internet. This is libertarian. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is exactly what that is. Yeah. So pretty much awesome. What you're saying is you have to pay uh, if, if these are terminated and this goes the way that it looks like it might be going. Yeah. 
you would have to pay for higher quality in like Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, basically, they can do whatever they want. Whatever they want. Yeah. So if they decide. That's not micromanaging the internet. No. That's actually the exact opposite. Yeah. By not allowing that to be controlled, you're literally micromanaging the internet. Yeah. Well, it's like saying, you know what? Uh, we're tired of the government micromanaging water. So we're going to leave it up to private companies right. to decide whether you get water or not. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. No wonder why it's such an important topic for yeah. people. Yeah. I just don't. I, I, or like I, even because the internet is such a vast thing. It's even like air. Like we're tired of the government micromanaging air. Yeah. So we're going to let a private company decide whether you get to breathe or not. There's just so much corruption that can be built from this. Yeah. Because like, well, believe, like, let's have a real discussion here. What's the number one usage of the internet? Porn. Porn. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're what you're really talking about is controlling the porn industry, which is a multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah. And I don't know why people pay for porn, but people pay for porn. <laughs> they do. And well, just the advertising alone, even if it's free, right. make you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're pretty much saying is to like AT and T or let's use Comcast because that's actually kind yeah. of like close to home. Yeah. Comcast can slow the rates down. Of your porn uploads, making you want to hitting our audience real hard. <laughs> kind of, I'll make, make you guys realize. Like, wow. that's the way I think. Maybe the politicians need to stop being so. Um, especially the Democrats need to stop dancing around the topic, right? And be like, if like, they if they told voters like, if this goes through, your porn's gonna be slow. Your porn's gonna be slow. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna change everybody's yeah. opinion. Yeah, that might be my next tweet. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I bet even the all right morons will be like, oh, this like, is bad. <laughs> wait, I, are y'all saying I can't look up my incest porn? Yeah. <laughs> well, they already can't look. They're not supposed to. What about the horse porn? <laughs> no, I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> Child porn? Definitely not. What are we talking about? Roy Moore? Yeah, not even you, Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... They basically want to give telecom companies control, entire control over the internet. Great. Yeah. Well, I, I approve. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm sure uh, you do. I think we're we're on a great path. Oh, yeah. It's I'm been so good so far. I'm so happy we're we're eliminating the Obama era decisions. They were such bad decisions. <laughs> now that I look back at it. So the proposal from Mr. Pie, who's also a Republican, shocking is widely expected to be approved during a December 14th meeting in a three-to-two-party line vote from the agency's five commissioners. So they think it's going to go down three-to-two, three-four-two again. So it's going to happen is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some companies will probably put up a legal fight or actions by lawmakers to prevent it from taking hold. So basically they're saying we're either going to have to hope that the the giant companies that are going to be fucked by this are going to fight for us. Isn't that weird? Or that the lawmakers will finally be like, oh, this is bad. The problem is you got like AT&T, right? Yeah. AT&T is about to – well, they were about to buy Time Warner for $80 billion. Mm -hmm. They have money. They have money. They have money, yeah. So it's, it's an uphill battle. And here, big companies like Amazon say that telecom companies would be able to show favoritism to certain websites no kidding. by charging for accessing some sites but not others so or by slowing the connection speeds to some sites. Small online companies say the proposal would hurt innovation, which it would. Um, only the largest companies, they say, would be able to afford the expense of making sure their sites receive preferred treatment. 
Also true. Uh-huh. And consumers, the online companies say, may see their costs go up to get quality access to popular websites like Netflix, which is also true. I can see that. Yeah. So the action, uh, quote, rep- represents the end of net neutrality as we know it and defies the will of millions of Americans, said Michael Beckerman, chief executive of the Internet Association, a lobbying firm that represents Google, Facebook, Amazon, and other tech firms. So I have to say it's kind of weird, but I agree with the giant multi-billion dollar I know. tech firms. But they want the Because they they are they fighting against the giant multi-billion dollar yep. service firms. But yeah, because you got companies like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube yeah. that are going to suffer from that. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going to yeah. suffer. And like most of my entertainment is through YouTube. Yeah. So like I'll, I'll yeah, be personally affected. Yeah, that means like if they don't cut the right deal with then, your then service I'm not, provider, I'm not then you're not going to be able to yeah. see it. Yeah. So you know what? It affects everybody. Yep. And if you listen to um, certain people talk about this, they're going to say the same thing. Yeah. And actually, it comes from both sides of the spectrum. It does. So you will hear it does. everybody but maybe the, you know, the geekiest libertarians will tell you that this is yet, a bad idea. Yeah, it's going to pass. Probably, yeah. Unless lawmakers do something. We'll see. Which... Uh, <laughs> For the first time in my life, I'm hoping the uh, the lobbyists win this battle. Some of the certain lobbyists, yeah. Certain lobbyists, yeah. <laughs> I, it seems like certain lobbyists always win. Yeah. Yeah. You throw enough money at a politician, they're going to turn their. Yeah. They're going to change. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we have. Do we have time for one more? Quickly, yes. Let's talk about uh, a recent spillage of the Dakota pipeline. Sure. You know, I feel like progressives like you and I have mentioned that this was a possibility. <laughs> have we mentioned Sorry, that? Sorry, I feel exasperated by this because we progressive talk nonstop about this for How, Have we mentioned this before? Yes. Oh, we have? Yes. We have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what happened, Austin? Okay. So um, remember, you may remember Twitter people as Dapple. Yeah. The Dakota Access Pipeline. Hashtag Dapple. Yeah. Or no dapple is actually what the hashtag was. Right. Um, it was a cause that progressives fought against being built. We did not want the Dakota Access Pipeline being built. No, we didn't. Um, eventually, there was enough pressure on President Obama to say, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah. The problem is already right there where yeah. a Democratic president had to be told not to yeah. do it. But the problem gets bigger when he wasn't elected or when the Democrat wasn't elected yeah. in the past election. Although, who knows? I actually don't know how Hillary I, landed on Dapple. If you want my honest opinion, she probably would be for it anyway. Yeah. But anyway, Trump tweeted out. Yeah. Don't know why Obama didn't like Dapple. Good for the environment. Yeah. Good for the economy. Yeah. All around win. It is. It's great for the economy. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Um, no, it's great for the economy and for the environment. Okay, no, it's not either of those things. <laughs> because, <laughs> about first awesome? of all, oil is one of the most heavily subsidized forms of uh, fuel what? in the world. Yes, That's we not, subsidize it a lot. That's not true. Yeah, we don't is. get it from the Middle East or Mexico no. or the South America no. or anywhere else. doesn't matter where you get it. It's heavily subsidized. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. And 210,000 gallons have spilled from the Dakota Access Pipeline. Well, it could have been 211. <laughs> we save that extra thousand <laughs> gallons. Two hundred put in my hair. <laughs> Say that number again, please. Two hundred and ten thousand gallons were spilled from the Dakota Access. So that's pipeline. like two trips to New York from no, us. No. More, more, three, 
It's a lot. Just put it that way. Five. It's Five max it's trips from Pennsylvania to it's New York. A lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of gas that's been spilled. Yep. But that's good for the environment. Uh, if you hate the environment, yes. So it's not good for the environment. No, no. Austin, I don't like where you're going with this. Well, you're going to hate this next part then. <laughs> because um, the Keystone pipeline or the Dakota Access pipeline was a kind of opening salvo in the pipeline war. There was a bigger pipeline, the Keystone XL pipeline. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that has just cleared one of its final final hurdles despite the massive leak. That's okay. It's good for the environment. Um, So Nebraska state uh, regulators voted to approve the pipeline but rejected the proposed route, making its future a little uncertain. Okay. Um, So... This is the na- the title of um, an article from the Huffington Post. Called- oh, fake, fake, fake news. Well, I'm sorry, but unless it's Breitbart, that's, <laughs> that's what everybody's going to say. Uh, the Keystone XL pipeline just cleared one of the final hurdles despite a massive leak. Um, state regulators in Nebraska narrowly voted to approve the Keystone XL pipeline on Monday, five days after the original Keystone pipeline leaked 210,000 gallons of oil in South Dakota. I'm going to be sick. Uh, yeah, and that's not even because we drank so much beer. Um, the Nebraska Public Service Commission voted three to two. Boy, that number is haunting. Three to two yeah. seems to be a problem. To give the project a go ahead or a reach around. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Dakota. <laughs> I thought you were going to cheer for the reach around. <laughs> yeah, reach around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they rejected the pipeline behemoth Trans Canada's preferred route. The decision promises to put to prolong the nearly decade-long battle over the tar sands pipeline and intensify the fight between the Trump administration and environmentalists. A battle in which the environmentalists will lose. Yeah. Unfortunately. Every time. Uh, quote, Today's decision complicates TransCanada's plans for the Keystone XL pipeline. A Greenpeace campaigner, uh, Rachel Rye Butler... Really need three names? Okay. <laughs> Said in a statement, and then quote, while it isn't clear what this ultimately means for TransCanada's ability to build, <laughs> one thing is certain, people who oppose a new pipeline will throw everything they've got at stopping it. Good. Let's hope so. Yeah, for real. Bernie, go back out there. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we need all the help we can get. Amy Goodman, go, even if you get arrested again. Yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um, TransCanada must now submit an application for an alternative route or appeal the decision, a process that could take up to two years. Oh, hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be impeached by then. You know what? If it does take two years, that's really good because if the Democrats are, are, are going to do what they're going to do and take control of Congress, like a lot of people are expecting mm, or hoping, at least, or hoping yeah. at least. You know what? Impeachment is possible. Yeah. I'm just saying. Then President Ellison can finally put a stop to this. President Ellison! <laughs> going to the roots. Yeah. Um, President Ellison. We're incredibly encouraged, Brian George said, a lawyer for the- What's his uh, name? Brian George, which is a weird name. Okay. J-O-R-D. George. Yeah. Okay, George. A lawyer for the landowner opposed the pipeline. Oh. He told this to Huffington Post by the phone. The ball is in TransCanada's court. Okay. If the company applies for a new route, he said, we'll have to go from there. I mean, true, yeah. But the sad thing is that the Nebraska state regulators have voted to approve this at all, even after the leak. Yeah. 210,000 gallons of oil. That's a lot, Austin. That's a lot. In South Dakota, 
Even if it is a garbage state, it doesn't deserve to be covered in oil. It's probably not a garbage state. It's probably one of the most. I don't know. I've never been there. Have you been? It's probably. It's probably like environmentally. It's probably beautiful. Used to be. Yeah. Used to be two hundred ten thousand. Yeah. That's a lot. But you know what? I hate to say it, but we did tell you that. We we tried to warn everybody who was who was. We don't like to say. I told you so. We don't like to say na 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 boo boo. Yeah. But nana nana boo boo, we are right. You were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And now we all get to win by being covered in oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, Although, so, I doubt anybody listening to the show is in favor of the No, Keystone probably none. <laughs> and good. Don't be in favor. Yeah. Because it obviously fucking sucks. So, as usual for liberals, we all get to be smugly right while the world burns. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Liberal hippie douchebags. Yeah. Uh, let's. Oh, hashtag feet. Uh, free Peter Douche, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hashtag free Peter Douche. Yeah. Uh, listen, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll cool the jets, cool yep. the engines. That's a Journey song. No, it's not. Cool the engines? No, it's a Boston song. Boston. Same yeah. band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You forgot where you were going with this. <laughs> yeah. No. We have a special interview. Oh, yeah. That's what we're uh, going <laughs> Yeah. So, um, as promised, we have uh, Hector Morales who uh, is running for Congress in the 29th District of Texas. Yep. He is about to come on, and he's going to tell us some good news. We Finally. Already, hopefully, are, it's a feel-good segment after this one. I think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be. So, pretty excited. Uh, like I said, we'll take a break, and we'll be back with Hector Morales. Sounds good. All right, welcome back. Um, as we promised before, we have uh, Hector Morales, who is running for Congress in Texas's 29th district. Uh, he is joining us again for the second time. Uh, Mr. Morales, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are y'all? Pretty good. Oh, very good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a lot better. Uh, <laughs> you, you sent me a message. You sent us a message uh, about a week ago, I want to say, that really to me it brought this light on such what seems like dark times and darkening times that um i was so excited about so uh i know you have important news that you want to tell us let's just start off right off the bat tell us the good news yeah, absolutely. So again, I'm Hector Morales, and I'm running down here in Texas in the 29th Congressional District. Um, and as of last Monday at 5 p.m. Central Time, our primary challenger opponent, Gene Green, who's also the incumbent member of Congress for our district for the last 26 years, announced that he would not be seeking re-election and would be retiring at the end of his term uh, in 2018, which meant that for approximately 10 hours, we were the only people (laughs) that were actually on the ballot. Uh, When that happened, of course, it did bring a lot of other people out of the the woodshed, so to speak. Of course. And, you know, started filing to run for this office seemingly out of nowhere. Right. Uh, You know, we have a state senator that's now currently running and several state representatives. And... It's. We thought this would change how we would run our campaign, the message, and it turns out that it, it doesn't change the message. All these other people that are currently in the race right now, only one, of, one other person has officially filed. But the people that are now running for this race all seem to be supporting and running on the work that Gene Green worked on or ran on 
for the last 26 years. In oh. other words, they support the Keystone Pipeline. And as we saw last week, yeah. uh, 210,000 gallons of you know crude oil all over you know just the Dakotas, and right. that's right. that's devastating. And our congressman was one of the three congressional Democrats in the House mm-hmm. that voted to approve the Keystone Pipeline. Oh, great! Uh, under the Obama administration and under. Uh, you know, President Trump's administration. And we just, we can't afford that. We just had Hurricane Harvey. We're still working hard to recover. And I can only imagine what 210,000 gallons of crude oil spilling into our communities, into our ports would do to our economy and to our environment. Right. Well, first off, uh, this is, it's still really exciting news. Yeah. Uh, Just based off the fact that it honestly gives it gives everyone who's running, and especially yourself, uh, a, an actual a fair chance of 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 actually winning. I think I could be wrong. I mean, it sounds like the people who are now applying for this position are more so like spawns of Gene Green. But um, at the same time, this has to be uplifting to you and your and your campaign, right? Oh, absolutely. We received so much, you know, outpour support from. The people that we've spoken to these last couple of months, almost a year now, saying, you know, hey, you know, we're we're so glad that you've been running and, you know, like we're, we're going to win this. I said, yeah, you know, there's there's a really, really, really good chance that we're going to pull this off and we're not going to, you know, you know, knock on wood. We're not going to be saying that we're the next, you know, congressional. Right members, you know, from Texas 29, but we're going to earn every one of these votes. We're going to go out there and we're going to showed people that there is a better way to represent people. There's a better way to get things done and there's a better way to move our community forward. Mm. So um, I have a question based off of your district because obviously we're from yes. Pennsylvania, so we don't know the 29th district of Texas mm-hmm. at all. Um, it was run previously by a Democrat. So does that make it a fairly Democratic district? Like, are you looking at um, getting a lot of Democrats to come out to vote, or is it a 50-50 sort of deal with Republicans, Democrats? What's it look like in District 29? Uh, this congressional district was specifically created to elect a Hispanic to the House of Representatives. It's 80% Hispanic district, okay. and it is a very safe Democratic district. Okay. Now, does that speak to how horribly gerrymandered our you know, state is? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the the real challenge is going to be clearing this primary race and effectively avoiding a runoff situation. Mm-hmm. And it's very unlikely that, you know, March come March 6th, the primaries, that we'll have a definitive winner. Uh, it's very, very likely that we'll have the same situation that we had back in 92 when the district was created, where we're going to find that no one candidate reached the 50 percent plus one vote. And we'll end up with a runoff between the top two candidates. And we're confident that we will be one of those two candidates. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. extremely exciting. Um and it's good. I was wondering about the district because I was just I wasn't sure because, you know, Texas is notorious, a notorious red state. So no. uh, but the fact that a Democrat had been the, the 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 congressman from 29 means that it had to be Democratic. But just good to confirm that. Um, Actually, before we go on, Tom, yeah, I just wanted to ask. Um, it seems like. Uh, America as a whole has moved on since the hurricane because there's been other hurricanes and right. of course a disaster in Puerto Rico. But uh, yes. how how is the recovery going on down there? Well, you know, my parents were really affected by the hurricane. They had over two feet of water in their home, and you know, oh, thankfully, everything that they lost was just material. We didn't 
we didn't lose any family members. But it was just another constant reminder about corporate greed. My parents' insurance company paid out $0 for the damages to to, to their home. They said that hurricane insurance... um, you know, did not cover water that the hurricane didn't damage the home. It was the water flood that came in. And because they live outside of a floodplain, yeah, they, they were not, they were not given anything. Uh, They, they did offer to, you know, replace the roof after they paid, you know, their deductible, which meant that they would save about a hundred dollars if they did a really, really fancy roof. So my parents, uh, yeah, they, we were, they were left with nothing. And for the last, you know, two months, three months, we've been, you know, I've been, ripping sheetrock out. And when we're not there, we're at, my wife and I are, you know, both school teachers, we're teaching and then we're out there talking to people and some people we've helped, you know, rebuild as well. But as a community, I think that, you know, given that the Astros won the World Series, right. shout out to the Astros. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it really it really highlights the the community aspect of Texas that we can move on from such a devastating natural disaster, a tragedy, and say, you know what, we're first and foremost Texans, we're a community, and we're going to help each other out. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any talk about Democrats helping, Republicans helping, it was just Texans helping. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that doesn't mean that it didn't stop certain candidates for certain offices, you know, throughout the state from making it a political issue and you know, if you have to stoop to that level, if you have to actively campaign, you know, on a disaster, that's not no. That's not okay. Yeah, no, no I, I'm with you on that. Well, uh, I, I want to at least you know your Astros did beat my Yankees, so I'll keep I'll keep <laughs> uh, the sports even better. <laughs> I'll keep the sports to a minimum. But uh, I did root for the Astros because I just felt it felt like it was almost destiny. I'm mm. not a b- full believer in destiny and all that, but I just felt like this was a it had to happen. So Houston winning the World Series was a pretty pretty good thing for the city. Great city, so they deserved it at that. Uh it's yes. I can't I can't believe that about your parents though. That's it that's yeah. a, that's incredible. Yeah, so FEMA also came in and uh you know, they don't cover everything. They only cover a little bit, so and I think I'm allowed to say this, they they got about five thousand dollars uh basically to rip out all their walls, uh put in new wiring. Hmm. Tear yeah. out all wooden floors, you know, everything. So I don't know construction very well, but I don't think five thousand is going to cut that. Oh, I, I, absolutely <laughs> not. It, it, it certainly did not, and that was one of the things uh, back in August, uh, August, early September after the storm. We, I, I strongly considered, you know, when I was speaking to my wife about it. You know, I said, maybe we shouldn't be in this race. You know, I really want to be able to help my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many people lost so much. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it, it it was a couple of weeks of, you know, soul searching and talking to people and realizing that we, we all have to make sacrifices. And, you know, to who much is given, much is, you know, expected. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, we, we were lucky, my wife and I, that our home sustained minimal damage. I said, you know what? we can do this. We're going to continue to help my parents. We're going to help our community out. And we're going to run on this because we have to, no one else will. And we just, we could not let, we just couldn't let corporate agreed, you know, run rampantly all over everybody. So we, we remained in the race and you know, here we are. 
well, we, we're very happy that you decided to stay in the race because, you know, like you said, you kind of we, we need voices like we need progressive voices out there. So it's actually, I'm very happy that uh, that one, your house didn't get destroyed and thankfully your parents are safe as well. But and yeah. that you decided to stay in the race. That's yeah. Well, we need, yeah. well we thank need, you. Yeah, we need people that, you know, in Congress that'll make. Things like what happened with your parents and the insurance company never happened. Never again. happened again. Exactly. <laughs> um, what What's the campaign trail been like so far? Because you're not you're not an experienced uh, campaigner. This is I'm assuming your first campaign. So yes. how's uh, how's it been? Well, first it's daunting uh, when you realize that once you officially file with the Democratic Party mm-hmm. to to run for this office, you realize that when you start going to all these events, everybody knows everybody. And what we've noticed is this pattern of associating endorsements from elected officials as, you know, you're good for the community. The length of my resume, how long I've been in office equates that I'm going to be a good representative for you. And people are tired of that. People ask, you know, where, where were you three months ago during this whole DACA ordeal? Where were you Several years ago, when we were trying to stop the Keystone Pipeline for becoming a thing, you know, where was all this support? Where was the the passion to to do all this? And I made a video about it recently on my uh, on our Facebook page, and we posted it on Twitter as well. But asking that question, that you know, it's great that people are getting involved in this campaign, and we have more people in this primary. I think it's important. It's going to be a historic race, one way or another, because we will be electing our first Latino to the 29th Congressional District of Texas. Mm. So that's going to be historic. But, you know, specifically asking, where were you during all these events? Were you on the sideline? Were you, you know, benefiting from it? And all you have to do is go look through campaign finance reports, you know, federal finance reports for federal candidates and state reports for some of these state candidates that are now running for the seat. And you'll notice that it's the same people that are contributing to congressional races or contributing to state races. It's the same corporate interests. It's the same refineries, the same oil companies, the same pharmaceutical industries. It's changing the person's face doesn't mean that things are going to be any better. And I think it's important for everybody to understand and be educated about where the money is coming from. You know, follow the money. And you'd be surprised at the amount of, you know, corruption, for, for a lack of a better word, corruption that we currently have in our system. And with a lot of these organizations that keep popping up saying, you know, we're going to elect progressives to the House, we're going to elect progressives to the Senate, we want a progressive precedent, you'd be surprised mm. at how intertwined they they will get with corporations. I believe it. Uh, as, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Um, you're familiar with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Yes. Her, she's going through that same kind of ordeal right now. Uh, Austin and I to did, the extreme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Austin and I did this. Uh, did a piece on this a few weeks back where the people who are in charge of putting people on the actual elections. The ballot, yeah. The ballot mm-hmm. are yes. are literally her opponents. <laughs> so, like, In the primary, yeah. 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 So it, there's a lot of... A lot of corruption from, I guess... They're playing a lot of games over there. A lot of games, yeah. So I can only imagine what it's like anywhere, really. Right, and a lot of these progressive candidates, what they're finding themselves in the situation is they they can't fall to run. They can't get access to VAN, the Voter Access Network, which is, you know, for our listeners right now, it's... uh, 
it's a program created by the Democratic Party in order to amass voter information and you know target individuals that are likely to vote Democratic or have voted Democratic in the past. Mm-hmm. And you only get access to that by paying for it. And you have to be approved by your state party in order to be able to use it. So whenever you run into a 20-year-plus incumbent who effectively says yes or no on whether someone can get access to that right. – Progressive challengers lose so much momentum and mm-hmm. an advantage just because they can't get access to Van. And you know, I've seen that with so many good progressive candidates that are now running into that. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Democratic Party rules state that just because I get access to Van as a Democrat in Texas, I can't share that information or access to the network with someone who hasn't been approved, even though they're a Democrat. They've been a lifelong Democrat. Right. Advocating for progressive values or fighting for the values that the Democratic Party has now adopted, they don't care. Hmm. And people don't know about that. The the general public just assumes that, you know, if you want to fall for office, you just go fill out some paperwork. It it costs real money. Right. We had to pay thirty two hundred dollars to get on the ballot. Wow. And that's on top of, you know, being able to file all your finance reports with the FEC, making sure that they're correct. And, you know, you amass a lot of expenses mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, T-shirts. Everybody wants T-shirts. Everybody was bombed for stickers and yeah. buttons. But, yeah. you know, for a candidate that's just trying to get off the ground, yeah. it, even $1,000, your campaign doesn't have that money. And when you're limited to fundraising operations and voter operations, it really, really hurts. Mm. How are you doing in that department as far as uh, generating funds from campaign from contributions? Are are you seeing a lot of people contributing to uh, your campaign? Absolutely. So we pride ourselves in not accepting a single cent of corporate money. We do not like big dollar contributions. Mm. They would help, but we want to stay away from that. We had somebody last month who donated 75 cents to our campaign, 75 (laughs) cents. And I was mentioning to someone over the weekend uh, and they said, you know, well, why would you want somebody to donate 75 cents? Like, don't you find that insulting? I said, no, I, I think that's, that's beautiful. That's powerful that somebody took the time to go to our website go through a bunch of different screens and say, I have 75 cents that I can help you with. That person that donated 75 cents is probably more invested in my campaign than someone that's going to drop $2,700 in the primary from somewhere else. Yeah, it's very true. And yeah. So we've, we've had great success with getting people involved in the campaign, you know, engaging with voters on Twitter, even people that don't belong in our district or people that can't vote. Uh, I had a, a a great, he's now a great friend and I only met him last week. His name is Ruben and he is a DACA recipient. So we were on Facebook and I was promoting my campaign. He said, look, I support an opposing candidate in your race, uh, but I would, I would like to hear what you have to say. Would you be willing to meet me so we can talk about your race? And I was at work during lunch and I said, absolutely, let's go meet. We met after work. We talked for about two hours. And by the end of it, he said, look, I can't vote for you, but I believe everything you said. I believe you're doing this for the right reason. You don't dodge the questions. You don't try to give me generic answers. You're up front. And I respect that. And you have my support. And I'm going to do everything that I can to get you to win this this race. I'm going to promote you so, so, so much. And that's what matters. People forget that the people that don't vote or that can't vote, they still live in the district. They're still constituents. Mm-hmm. They just don't get the ability to vote. Right. Yeah. 
And it's important to make sure that we address the concerns of everybody in the community, not just the people that can vote, but everyone else and the people that don't have the voice yep. that is heard. And we, I, I really think, and I've mentioned this in our last interview a couple of months ago, I really think that's what appealed uh, voters with Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders is that he was willing, they were both willing to listen to people who historically felt they were underrepresented. True. Yeah. And for better or for worse, people got engaged in politics, maybe with false information or with not with not facts, but yeah. they got involved in the system. And that's important. Now our job as this incoming generation is to say, you know what, we're millennials, we're we need to figure out how we're going to fix all these problems that we have coming down on us. Right. Because we can just keep ignoring things. We could just say, you know what, Clinton should have won, you know, impeached Trump, but it takes away from all these major issues that we're not talking about the FCC with net neutrality. Oh, yeah. It's not something that's, you know, currently trending on Twitter and it should be. Everyone right. would be affected by this. Yeah. The, the exactly. Keystone Pipeline. Everybody's focused on, you know, the House of Representatives voted, you know, yeah. to start the articles of impeachment against President Trump. Right. Great. But as a political scientist, as a student of government, and I think you guys also realize this. There's not enough Democrats in the House no. to get this done. It'll no. never happen right not now. Not even close. <laughs> maybe maybe if there's a giant swing in 2018, that's a real, a very realistic possibility. But that's if the Democrats are able to take over both the House and the Senate. Yeah, right now it's just a news cycle yeah. thing. It's a, yeah. waste, it's a waste of time, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think it's great that, you know, a few members in Congress are taking that initiative. Sure. But I think we should also make sure that we we allocate our our time getting the issues that matter on TV over media mm-hmm. you know and this FCC thing i think it's going to be one of the defining can be uh, issues can. in 2018 yeah. i sincerely believe that that's going to be the what drives progressives or drives people to vote against or for someone in the general election yeah. well as it should be by the way because and it's, it's one of those rare issues too where you even have people on the other side who feel just as strongly yeah. that we should have net neutrality. Everyone uses the internet. So yeah. everyone is going to be affected in this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. That it's, 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 Topics like that, Keystone Pipeline definitely, uh, you know, it definitely helped with the Bernie supporters. It definitely helped push Bernie because Bernie sat on a side that others were not willing to sit on, and still yeah. not right even after the spill. It's I like, know. come on, it's it's still it's incredible. <laughs> uh, I got one more question for you. Absolutely, well, shoot. What's been the best moment of your campaign so far, other than Gene Green announcing that he's retiring? <laughs> uh, well, the best moment happened a few days ago. We we were on our way to fall with the Democratic Party, the Harris County Democratic Party, and I walked into the bank to get a check because you can only pay by check or cash to, okay. for the filing fee. And I walked in and the lady greeted me, you know, at Chase, you know, hi, how are you? I said, oh, hi. I said, I'm here to get a check. She's like, you're that teacher. I said, excuse me? She's like, you're that teacher that's running for Congress. No way. I said, oh, yeah, she's like, you're running for Congress, right? I said, yes. She's like, yeah, I, I've heard about you. I've, I've read up on you. And that's when I realized that we work so hard. We, we focus on polling data. We focus on, you know, how many business cards are we handing out? How much literature are we getting out there? Social media followers. And sometimes it's easy to forget that people are listening. They may not be engaged. They may not be participating, but they're listening. Right. And, that was probably the most powerful moment of this campaign thus far 
that someone who I've never met in my life said, I know about you. You're that teacher running for Congress. So it just, it, it, I, I, that was really powerful. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's really, really awesome. amazing. Yeah. One, it shows that your message is spreading. And as I would imagine it would, because your message is nothing more than just like spreading the well-being to people. So I, I expect that to spread. But the second thing is that people are starting to get out there and be more active. I don't know if that would have happened uh, a couple of years ago or whatnot. So that's, that's, that's incredible. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with that, uh, why don't you plug everything that you can, that way our listeners know where they can find you. They can hopefully, you know, it's word of mouth, a lot of this. So yeah. if, if you're not from yeah. Texas, like we're not, you can still spread the word of all these candidates, all these progressives that are running. So go ahead, plug everything you can. Absolutely. So again, my name is Hector Morales, and I'm running for the 29th Congressional District of Texas. You can check us out on our website, HectorAMorales.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at MoralesTX29. And you can also uh, find us if you are following Blue America on Twitter. We've been endorsed by Blue America as well as one of the progressive candidates that you know, they called our race one of the four most important primaries of 2018. Nice. So I, I thought that was really powerful, and that really shows that people want the change. People want to see things be different, and they're sick of the talk. They want to know someone is going to fight for them, and that's what I'm I'm going to do. I'm a school teacher. I do not seek corporate money. I will never accept corporate money, and I don't it, I don't care what happens. I will always fight for you no matter what happens in March of 2018. I will continue to push for this movement to make sure that we elect progressives to the House, to the Senate, but more importantly, also state races, local races. So please go out there and do research. Ask questions. You shouldn't feel afraid to ask questions. Ask your representatives. Ask your your candidates, where do you get your money from? What are you spending it on? Who endorses you and why? And you'd be surprised at the amount of generic answers you'll get. But I guarantee you we have many, many fine progressive candidates running all over the United States, especially here in Texas. We're willing to put in the fight for you. We're not in it for the money. We're just we're we're like you. We're sick of the things that have been happening and we want to be the change that we seek. So again, my name is Hector Morales. I'm running for the 29th Congressional District of Texas. Our website is HectorAmorales.com. And shoot us a message. Let us know what you would like for us to to talk, you know, talk to people or just anything. We're here for you. We serve you, not the other way around. Great. And Tom and Austin, thank you so much for having us um, of course. on the show. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to speak soon. And yeah, absolutely. Maybe Listen, by March. Absolutely. Listen, <laughs> uh, it's one day before my birthday is your primary. So I'll be paying attention oh. <laughs> to it very like that's one day that's not going to escape my memory. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Anytime, anytime you want to come back on, let us know. Uh, if there's another big break in the campaign, let us know. Uh, but we'll be keeping an eye on you and your campaign as well. Absolutely. Show me your mailing addresses. We'll get you some campaign buttons, bumper stickers, and a shirt. Sweet. Oh, nice. We'll do. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We will talk to you soon for sure. All righty, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Bye.
All right. Welcome back. All right, all right, all right. To the program. <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed that interview. Uh, I did. Did you? Uh, yes, very much so. It yeah. was. Um, Felt a lot less drunk then. <laughs> a lot less drunk. Um, Those were the words that I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, it is time, because, by the way, we're still drinking our same uh, pump. It was a big bottle. It's a very big bottle. Yeah. We are going to enter the realm of the scary religious nut jobs. This one is a little bit different. Yeah, Rabbi Shmuley. <laughs> Rabbi Nasan Shmuleiter is his real name. <laughs> it is a um. So yeah, so we're pretty much we're, what we're about to watch is a clip of a man uh, d- defending Roy Moore. <laughs> it is, but he does it with. Well, you know what. I'm just going to leave it for the actual no. clip. Well, first of all, <laughs> the the video, <laughs> it has a picture of a press conference with Rabbi Shmuley on it. Shmuleiter. Uh, whatever. Shmuleiter. I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, you can't take my joke. Was that your joke? Before it was, well, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you made fun of me for it. <laughs> and then you can't take it and pretend it's yours. <laughs> I'm good at that. Um the video on the bottom it has the press conference you know a bunch of people around microphones and then but at the bottom it says <laughs> hashtag stand with roy moore <laughs> nice yeah. i didn't know that so they're appealing to uh pedophile twitter um yeah that's yeah. a part of twitter i haven't found thank god and i don't want to maybe you have to use tor i don't know <laughs> tor oh the browser yeah <laughs> i'm good yeah, I know. So let's find out with rabbi nasan Schmaliter has to say about Roy Moore. Oh, and this is from the oft-used right-wing watch. Yeah, This one's slightly different. Can we get a sponsorship? .org. It is, but it's still right-wing watch. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less videos. All right. Take it away, Schmuley. Schmaliter with Help Rescue Our Children, which is an organization that seeks to protect children from molestation through advocacy and assisting in prosecution. Okay. I'm honored to stand with Judge Mo- Roy Moore. Okay. Words that should <laughs> never be spoken. So, you are supposedly part of an organization that defends children, but you support a pedophile. Mm. It does seem does wrong. Does something seem wrong there, yeah. Austin? I don't know. Maybe some. Maybe I'm just not thinking this through. I'm so, watch, next week, Namblo will be there. Like, it's <laughs> not wrong. I know. But that's the man boy, so they're like, ew. <laughs> Yeah, because they right. This is man girl. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Nangla. Nangla. (laughs) (laughs) Not my new cover band. (laughs) No, no, not mine neither. (laughs) Go on. Judge Moore has a proven track record of fighting for public policy based on biblical values. Ah. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Austin. Pedophilia, biblical value, agreed. Agreed. (laughs) We finally. I agree with Rabbi Shmuley. Is this the first time we've agreed with a religious nutjob? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. But yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Biblical values? Yeah, pedophilia is pedophilia? definitely a biblical value. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the Bible's so wrong. 
That's yeah. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that's a pretty big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Not perversion, and that's why he's a target. Yeah, that's the only reason. He faithfully stands at the front lines against the enemy within. Mm-hmm. As the battle-tested moment to combat those who seek to victimize children and adults through transgender bathroom bills. Oh, oh! This is the beginning of the transgender. Yeah. I spoiler alert: you hear the word transgender quite a lot yeah. in this clip, but I, in ways that you don't expect. Or maybe you do if you've heard idiots like this before. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, so let me kind of paint the scene for you since you can't see, since we're too lazy to do a video podcast. Too lazy? That shit was annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said before, it's a press conference. It was annoying. It was, no, agreed. Yeah. Um, and Rabbi Shmuley is reading from his cell phone. Schmuleiter. Yes. Um. <laughs> he is reading from his cell phone. Took a giant shit and got a lot of Schmuleiter. <laughs> He also is a giant shit, so that works out oh pretty well. Yeah. So Austin's not wrong. He's sliding. He's actually scrolling through his phone. <laughs> his phone. I'm not sure if there's notes or it's a pre-written statement or whatnot. But well, I'll, public speaking 101. When you're speaking in front of a large group and you are reading from a device, yeah, fail. Don't hold the device up up to your fucking face. Yeah. That's what you, you bunch you was doing. You put it on the podium as if it were a written speech. Right. Or be normal. Be Obama. Get teleprompters. Yeah. Trump does them too. Yeah. It's not. And it's really funny when he does. It is. <laughs> yeah. Because like sometimes he has to stare at the words. Oh, uh, yeah. I meant Niger, the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big Niger problem. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe if those Nigers worked a little harder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump. That's the country. Oh, please. They, they, his people would be like, wow, this is going to play great to your base. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem. All right. So let's continue, Rabbi Shmuley. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> LGBT indoctrination in schools and much more. And that's why he's a target. Because he's a bigot, yeah. Our holy sage is commenting on Leviticus chapter 18 in the Midrashic work called Baker Rabbah, section 23, paragraph 9, warn us that the great flood that annihilated civilization in the, in the days of Noah was triggered by societal recognition of same-gender marriage. So-called what? marriage. We need Judge Moore to stand up to the LGBT transgender mafia. Oh, there's the first one that I caught that I was like, this is our clip for the day. Okay, but I have to point out something kind of funny. What? He said LGBT transgender mafia. Yeah. So he's saying lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transgender, transgender. mafia. Can you imagine <laughs> he, he what that mafia would be like, though? Yeah. As part of the community. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, imagine that. That would be that would be the most well. That'd be the most fabulous mafia in the world. <laughs> well, well, technically, he said the LGBT transgender mafia. So as right. if they're all transgender, or do or do just the transgender people get a mafia? Like, hmm. where's the B mafia, the bisexual mafia? Yeah, where's the G mafia? Could run that. <laughs> where's the G mafia? Good question. I'd run that. They've talked about the gay mafia before, have they? Yeah, it's Who's the bisexuals that? who never get a mafia. True. I'm, I know, I've never heard of the lesbian mafia either. No. No. But yeah, so yeah. that's the first time I've ever heard LGBT transgender mafia. Yeah, well, especially since the last part's redundant. <laughs> you don't have to say transgender twice. LGBT mafia would have been fine. Yes, or transgender is. mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, they don't exist. Uh, wait. 
Do they not? Is I there? You think there's a transgender mafia? There has to be. You think so? Maybe. Mm, I'm not no? Certain, no. You don't think there's a transgender no. mafia? I mean, or a mafia run by a gay guy? Because that would be a gay mafia. Okay, that could be. Yeah. Why not? But that would just be the mafia, whether the leader was gay or not. Well, maybe you have to be gay to be in the mafia. Why can't that be a thing? <laughs> no, it can be. I think it might be. Mm, think so? Yeah. Well, a lot of Republicans think there's a gay mafia. Yeah, a lot of Republicans also think Roy Moore is going to win the Senate race. No, well, he might. <laughs> <laughs> and not because of the transgender mafia. <laughs> because of the pedophilia. Yeah. Because of the pedophilia, yeah. he's going to win. By the way, transgender mafia, my new cover band. <laughs> oh, really? Sure, oh, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah, it's a trans Siberian Orchestra cover band. <laughs> <laughs> you already had that one made up. No, no, I just thought of it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's find out I'm what Schmeleiter yeah. has to say. Go on, Rabbi Schmeli. Which legislates that sins that the Bible brands abomination into a public policy, thereby advancing laws that result in state sanctioned abuse of children and adults alike. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you can't have a lisp. <laughs> Okay. I, I am not I'm not at all trying to say that if you have a lisp, you're funny. It's not even a lisp. But if you're no. gonna if you're gonna make fun of people But it's like it's like adolescent internet troll. <laughs> that's what it's yeah. Kind of, yeah, that's yeah. You guys are so stupid with your transgender mafia. <laughs> I hate you all. You're so stupid. Yeah. Why are you so dumb? Yeah. Oh it sounds a little like the kid from Stranger Things. I feel bad now. From Stranger Things? Yeah, there's one kid who has a, a genetic disorder. Oh, the that the, makes the a, bigger kid? Yeah. In real life. Yeah, in I've real seen, life. Yeah. yeah, I've actually seen Yeah, That's kind of... God damn it, what can we use from this goddamn segment? Uh, I might keep some of that in anyway. <laughs> it's all up to you. I'm sorry, go ahead, Rabbi Shmui. <laughs> and that's why he's a target. Judge Moore knows who the ultimate authority truly is, and it's not the U.S. Supreme Court. It's Republicans. It's the Almighty. <laughs> Oh, and that's but you guys don't agree on who the Almighty is. No. He knows why America's failing. It's because so many are in open rebellion against the Almighty, murdering tens of millions of babies, legalizing abomination, oh. and even recognizing... Have you ever smoked abomination? That's pretty good. <laughs> have, if this guy had smoked abomination, he would understand why I it's... I have yeah. heard that it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you such a head rush. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm so indebted to I the transgender I mafia. I smoked this thing called the Green Monster one time. In oh, really? In Boston? Boston? Yeah. What was it like? It was a head high. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like I was yeah. like literally floating. It just it hasn't won the uh, the marijuana no. World Series in like 90 years. <laughs> no. But I did watch American Horror Story while I was watching, while I was on Green. green yeah. it was like, yeah. I was like, what the? What is with their their uh, their theme song? It has just a weird sound. Yeah, <laughs> weird sound the whole time. I don't understand what I don't that know. is. Yeah, it's a weird sound design. It is. Yeah. Oh, we keep interrupting Rabbi Shmuley. <laughs> I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about Shmuelaiter, but we can go ahead. In his marriage and seeking to persecute Bible adherents, that's what it's about, and that's why he's a target. Judge sacrificed to combat the abomination of same-gender same marriage and to preserve the Ten Commandments. In fact, the reason that Judge Moore is enemy number one Why? 
of both Democratic and Republican homosexualists. Homosexualists? <laughs> yes! My oh, new government! Homosexualists! Yeah. What? Homosexualists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah homosexualists. <laughs> Definitely my new cover band. Is that a word? No. It's We're a hope- December's cover band. <laughs> Siri, what is a homosexualist? Found this on the web for what is a homosexual list. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that goes up is list of gay, lesbian, or bisexual people. Uh, oh, so she she got you a homosexual list, <laughs> she <gave me> a <laughs> homosexual list. <laughs> but not a homosexualist. <laughs> Thank, hold on. Thank you, Siri. Your satisfaction is all the thanks I need. <laughs> Where were we? What's going on? Who are we? Oh, Rabbi Shmuley. Why do I feel he like stands Nick Cage? By Roy is this what Nick Cage feels like on an everyday basis? <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> Confused. but dumber. Obviously, <laughs> because he has a long and demonstrated history of standing up for biblical morality. And that's why anti-God Republicans like McCain and Romney have teamed up against <laughs> him and moment. made him a target. Thankfully, Judge Moore is willing to stand up and fight the enemy he is taking on immoral Bible-hating multimillionaires who are more than capable of professionally orchestrating a web of lies. (laughs) Professional orchestra, my new cover band. Oh, my God. (laughs) So many many orchestras. So many cover bands. (laughs) He really shouldn't be allowed to say words with S's in them. No, and listen, I I don't – I think – feel like we're making fun of people like this speak like that but it's the fact that he is deliberately hating on so many different people <laughs> that makes it funny because if you have that disorder when you you speak like that it's not funny it's no. disorder no, yeah. but when you're deliberately hating on like half of the fucking country <laughs> no, no, no. fuck you we're making fun of your goofy ass mouth the other thing is that it's funny that he's because he and roy moore believe in different gods true yeah. Or like, at least they believe, maybe not different gods, but they believe that you know there was a savior, and and the other one doesn't believe there was a savior. It's like a different, it's a different religion. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we keep interrupting Rabbi Shmuley. To distract <laughs> voters from the real issues, we all, and especially those of us in Orthodox Jewish communities nationwide, need Judge Moore in the Senate now more than ever. We need someone with a proven record of facing off against the gay terrorists who never ever <laughs> let an opportunity the gay to, lie to go to waste. Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the gay, t- the gay terrorist. That's my cover band. <laughs> Gay terrorists. What are they? That's a new Wham cover band. Yeah, yeah. What do they do? Like jump out of their cars, scream George Michael, and throw a glitter bomb oh, on you? Oh my god! The new Bee Gees cover band, Gay Terrorists. <laughs> I wonder if they were originally entitled the BJs, and then they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, the gay terrorists, the homosexualists. Yeah. Are they going on tour together? No, the qu- yeah, the question is, are they the same thing, the gay terrorists? No, they're obviously different entities. Okay. They so sh- They should go on tour. Wow, so the community has a bunch of different entities. They have the, the transgender mafia, mm-hmm. the homosexualists, mm-hmm. and, the, <laughs> and the, gay, the gay terrorists. Amen, brother. <laughs> Ooh, I feel the Lord. <laughs> That's why you're a gay terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, <laughs> so boom. <laughs> What's a gay terrorist? I don't know. I just don't. I don't see. If you get glitter bombed, does that make you a gay terrorist? 
<laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. That's uh, got to be what it is. Uh, Rick Santorin's been the victim of many gay scares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> gay terrorists, glitter bombs. Yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. It's all one thing. Yeah. Oh, well, we put God. the naughty in Illuminati. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait until you get your Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> <laughs> is it from Amazon? <laughs> Wow, yeah. when this comes out, people will not get that joke. No, uh, no. Tune in, <laughs> tune into our live segment, which is on Sunday. A little yeah. ugly on the side. <laughs> so believe it or not, Rabbi Shmuley has more to say. We need one good man willing to expose how some Senate Republicans are sabotaging oh. opportunities to Please advance a, a proactive pro-morality agenda. <laughs> For almost an entire year, the Republican Party almost has failed to combat... Year. The agendas of sodomy and transgender insanity, traitorous policies afflicting even military servicemen. <laughs> I like how they think that sodomy is on hmm. our agenda. When he said I need no, one- Nobody puts sodomy on their agenda. <laughs> like, at one o'clock, I have a dentist appointment, and seven o'clock is sodomy. <laughs> he said, I need one good man to expose himself. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we got plenty coming out of those woodworks now. Yeah. What do you want, Louis C.K.? Oh, that, that begs the Charlie question. Charlie Ross? Yeah. Rose? <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Ross. <laughs> He's also a pin. <laughs> I was th- yeah, because we were just talking about that. <laughs> Charlie Rose. <laughs> oh my god, there's still a minute left. Ah what? Yeah. Okay, let's just go. Who risk and often lose their lives for us all. They have failed to push even one simple bill to protect bakers, photographers, etc. from homosexual <laughs> They push they failed to push <laughs> one bill that would protect people who take pictures of bakers. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? What is a baker's photographer? <laughs> uh, ooh, not a stoner's photographer, right? Mm. Is it a weed photographer? That's not that kind of bakery. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, wait. Mm. What kind of bakery are we talking about? <laughs> I think a regular one. Okay. Well, not a regular one run by right wing nutjobs. Do they make Italian wow, 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 wow. bread? <laughs> Do they make Italian bread? No. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What about sourdough? <laughs> what is that like the gay bread? <laughs> I was, How is that the gay bread? I don't know. That's what I was asking. Maybe pumpernickel? <laughs> <laughs> but not fucking sourdough. <laughs> pumpernickel is like glamorous. <sighs> so much of this has to be cut. It's so bad. What are we even doing? All right, go on. Mm. Just go on. Well, he's definitely not talking about a gay bakery. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Where are you going? That's where I got my penis cake from. <laughs> oh, you know, I had a penis cake. <laughs> <laughs> he said, shocking no one. <laughs> my 21st birthday. It's like my friends knew. They got me they got, they got me a birthday cake. They got me They got me a birthday cake. This is a true story. And they said the hardest part about making the cake... No, not the hardest part. <laughs> was not the fact... Because they, they had a mold of a, of a, of a dick. Uh, there were two things that questioned them. Hopefully they didn't provide the mold. One was because the place they went to had a circumcised <laughs> and a non-circumcised mm. mold. They were like, oh, we're not sure which one they get. <laughs> the 
second thing. Why was, were they not sure? The second because they haven't seen my dick. The well, second thing supposed to be yours. Yeah, I guess oh. so. The second thing was <sighs> making the uh, the the frosting olive colored. <laughs> Oh my god. Said, oh my god. I can't handle this. They said they made the cake for like eight hours trying to figure out how to make the frosting correct. Oh my god. And they came to my oh apartment my god. Oh my with god. a penis cake. Oh my cake. god. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, they chose a circumcised penis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, Rabbi Shmuley. Sexless gay terrorism and blackmail. Judge Moore, you never know how many people you inspire by standing strong. There are a few in unique individuals throughout history who have shaped the direction of mankind. Your proven track record of fighting for God's law to win demonstrates that you are such an individual. May the ultimate judge speedily pour out his heavenly wrath against <laughs> our enemies and mercifully save us all. Thank oh, you boy. all. Uh, that was excruci- very excruciatingly painful. <laughs> excruciatingly painful. That was painful to listen to. That was ridiculous. That was really, really something else. <laughs> uh, is that it for the for the video? <laughs> is that it for the video? Is that all? That's all. That's all. Uh, that's all. <laughs> thank you, uh, Nosen Maliter. <laughs> you are something else. You know that. <laughs> Um, so there is, uh, what's his name? No, Rabbi song. Shmuley. Sh- Shmuley. Uh, telling Shmuleter? us, Shm- no, Shmuleter, Shmuleter or, yeah. or Liter. Yeah. I honestly, sincerely thought he said Shmuleter. Yeah, I thought so too. But at the end, it doesn't matter. Um, look, it's really not that important. He is not a good human. <laughs> no. Um, I no. don't know how you can say you run an organization that's th- meant to protect children. And then endorse a pedophile. And then endorse a pedophile. Yeah, it's difficult. So but, sh- um, can- but but he pulled it off, <laughs> or not? He pulled something. <laughs> Somebody pulls it out. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> can we please just end this segment? Yes, we can. All right. Um, thank you, uh, Rabbi. Whatever your name is for. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Um. Um. The transgender mafia will be about to break your legs eventually. <laughs> Uh, you're behind on three payments. And the uh, gay terrorists will have <clears throat> glitter bombs ready. Let's take a break. Yeah. It very. We yeah. need it. Yeah. And we'll be back with the closing uh, thoughts, segment. Yeah. Thoughts, right. argument, or whatever. Whatever it is. Holy shit. Ah, agreed. Holy <clears throat> shit. So that ends our big dumb show. Mm. It was extra big. <laughs> and extra dumb. Oh, I should not do that when Austin's drinking. I did that kind of on purpose. I'm sorry. Um, Austin, what are your closing thoughts for this episode? Um... Boy, it's amazing how much of this people aren't going to hear. <laughs> I know. You have to think so carefully what you I know because yeah. of the interview. Yeah. This is going to be like... <laughs> the worst episode you've ever had to edit. No, it's going to be like five... This is going to be the interview and then like five minutes of the rest of us. <laughs> it's going to be a very short show. 
we're we're beating an hour and a half this time. Yeah. If we hit an hour, <laughs> the interview was short too. Yeah. By the way, just to let the fans know we've recorded an hour and fifty minutes of audio. Is that what? Yeah. That's not including the uh, the. Uh, That's including the interview. So two hours, so yeah. give or take. Wow. I doubt this episode is going to be too much. Wow, long. Austin. Yeah. We might be in, you might be, <coughs> who's we? You're in trouble. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, listen, I, I say this at the end of every episode when we have some, uh, a politician who comes on our show. Our thoughts <laughs> and, and pastries <laughs> and pastries and anything that comes out of our mouth or goes into our mouth <laughs> is not reflective of the politician or the person that we've had on our show. I sincerely apologize to Mr. Morales. Oh no. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Oh no. Austin picked very, very high ABV alcohol. (laughs) And we just drank a lot. I'm so sorry. I really, I, 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 I enjoyed our final interview with you. I know you'll never come back. <laughs> I hope you do. Um, but I, I will not be upset if you don't. Um. Also, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> I want to thank Hector Morales for coming on the show. Uh, he gave a very good interview, and it's um. Really interesting what's happening in that race, and uh, I hope that uh, I wish him the best, and hopefully, um, maybe not the next time, but hopefully in the future we'll be able to call him congressman. That would be amazing. Yeah, when he's a guest on the show. Um, yeah, it's terrible what um, what's-his-name-is-doing <laughs> to net neutrality. <laughs> uh, free, freed up high. It's <laughs> That's horrible what Frito Pie is doing to net neutrality. Um, uh, I wish somebody would smash that giant mug over his head. And boy, Rabbi Shmuley, I don't understand. He just gave us so many good cover band names. He did. Yeah. We had a lot of cover band yeah, names, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, I'm more... Um, <laughs> I'm on the same boat as you. Thank you so much, uh, Hector, for coming on our show. Uh, giving us one of the best stories that we've had. Probably since we started the show, mm-hmm. give or take. Uh, definitely exciting news. Can't wait to have you back on. Um, the election is on March 6th for his primary. So if you are a native of Texas, please check out Hector Morales. Um, look up his uh, his Twitter page at Morales2018. Check out his website. Uh, amazing candidate uh a pleasure to talk to hopefully we have him back on soon uh it'd be cool to have him on before the primary yeah that would be that'd be really fun uh but if not of course because obviously this is like crunch time for politicians if you're running for congress time for our nonsense exactly so if not um hopefully after that'd be really fun Mm, but uh regardless uh you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for anybody who supports him and who supports us. You can find our show on pretty much any outlet. Maybe not after today. This might be the this might be the final. 
Check us out on blogtalkradio.com. Uh, also on iTunes. Just look up Dumble Over. You know, we're there. Uh, if you're on iTunes, you can leave a comment. Uh, unless you don't like the show, then you can just not leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> just go fuck yourself. Because if you don't like our show, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you. Actually, I know exactly what's wrong with you. Nothing. Because our show is this. This is what our show has become. Uh. Um, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we used to have an Instagram. I accidentally deleted it <laughs> before I had a backup plan. So we're in, you know, turmoil. We're in limbo. We're in limbo <laughs> with <Instagram> Instagram. Put <laughs> <laughs> <My> new cover, man. <laughs> Instagram limbo. Oh, okay. Is that um, like, like how low you can bend beneath the photographs? Listen. If you want, at this point, I, I don't even know what to tell you. You probably shouldn't. But if you want to contribute to our show, <laughs> you can. We have a Patreon account. You can go to patreon.com forward slash dumb all over. And you can you can look up the rewards, and you can you can contribute to our show. Uh, I don't I don't blame you if you don't want to. I don't. Yeah, it's hard after this. It's episode. hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really curious as to see how you're going to edit this. And if if this is the final, if this part makes it to the final cut, oh man, you audience, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Austin uh. is in for a very very. Very long Thursday. Yes, I am. Uh, but I trust you. <laughs> Which might be a mistake. Just listen to every minute of the show, <laughs> please. I always do. I know. <clears throat> and cut accordingly. <laughs> um, listen, at this point, if I continue to talk, it's just going to be more and more. No, no, we need to, to edit it. Need to stop. Um, Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm Tom. I'm Austin. <laughs> and this has been Dumb All Over. Literally. Signing off. Signing off. <laughs> good night, uh, America. And good luck. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> Damn it. Copyright. Uh, whatever. Do you suffer from lopsided cakes? Lasagnas burnt on the outside yet undercooked inside? Then Curry's PC World have the oven for you. Hotpoint's multi-flow technology gives an even cooking temperature and perfect results every time. But it won't stop the kids spilling stuff, which is where the Hotpoint Active Care washing machines come in, removing more than 100 stains at only 20 degrees. And right now, you can remove 30 pounds of selected Hotpoint washing machines or ovens when you trade in your old appliance at Curry's PC World. Offer ends 22nd October. <laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. 
Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you.